You're listening to Boss Ladies and Babies with Mickey and Megan, two best friends adventuring through motherhood, building our careers, and and not losing losing our shit. Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. So we've got an awesome show for you today. We have another guest that we're really excited about. Um, Her name is Libby. She goes by many names, but today we will call her Libby. (laughs) Do you want to tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Sure. I I do go by many names. Lots of people know me by Mia Cupcake, which is where you can find me on pretty much every social media platform there is out there. Um, I am a 40-year-old single mom of two. Uh, I have blue hair, which is usually my most outstanding feature and how lots of people recognize me. I also have freckles, so... Um, those seem to be yeah, the two freckles. big hits. Yeah, right. <laughs> and um, I am currently unemployed, but I am by day an administrative assistant slash whatever I want to do. <laughs> and by night, I have a 19-year-old son who will be starting college in the fall. And I have a almost 10-year-old kid who is awesome. And we don't talk about them on the internet hardly ever. Um, yeah. But... I don't know. I think that's that's my that's my spiel. I'm awesome. I'm very creative, and I'm usually <laughs> covered in paint and or glitter or chalk. Chalk is my newest <laughs> medium. Nice. I'm doing. Uh, I did a bunch of chalkboards for uh, my mom runs a farmers market in Belling- Bellevue, Washington, and uh, I did all the chalkboards for her uh, farmers market, which was super fun. Cool. Awesome. Well, yeah, I'm excited. Um, I've known. Libby (laughs) I know her as Mia because we met um playing roller derby my first year um so gosh that was like eight years ago or something right yeah yeah eight years yeah sounds right I know her as cupcake and we both have stopped doing derby since then but um I have so much fun following you on all the social (laughs) medias you are just such a character like I love it and lately I've just been really impressed you've gone through this like metamorphosis I'll say into just I feel like you've totally found yourself and this amazing self-confidence and you're just super inspiring to follow and to listen to so I'm really excited to have you on here to share some stories with um all of our fellow boss ladies yeah, and I just know you from Instagram. I, we've probably <laughs> crossed each other's paths through Mickey, but I just, I'm like obsessed with you on Instagram. I watch all your stories and I feel like I know you in real life. So, hey girl. <laughs> My Instagram no. is, is super fun. Yeah. Lots of themes though. It's awesome. Well, yeah, but I feel like I get to hang out with you every day, even though I don't see you in person. Like you're just really personable. Totally keep it real badass blue unicorn hair like (laughs) (laughs) happy you thank you for joining us tonight no problem so as usual we'll start um this episode off with our highs and lows um i get i'll go ahead and go first because i'm pretty excited about mine um my high just happened last night um i i grew up with a very like um I'll say non-traditional childhood. And so becoming a mom, I've had such like idealistic goals for myself. And last night I fulfilled my lifelong dream of becoming a soccer mom. (laughs) 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 I started soccer last night and 
you got and i don't know if it's just because he's like one he's big for his age like he's a tall kid it's like three to four year olds and he's like about four and a half so he's older too but he was so good like naturally really good and athletic and i'm like so proud of him although the rest were probably like three-year-old little girls (laughs) 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 like the fairest comparison but really proud moment and he liked it and that was his first time playing a sport and having to listen to a coach and he did really well and had fun so he has his first game tomorrow. They have like one practice and then one game. And then Whoa. <laughs> games every Thursday. So they're right into it. But um, it was awesome. But I, yeah, I'm super proud of him and just excited that one more, you know, bucket list item to check off of my mom list. Yeah, I guess. Heck yeah. You've already got the minivan. So. Right, I know. I love that <laughs> minivan. Don't even say it with any little bit of regret because I freaking love that one. <laughs> That's fine. Um, let's see. My <laughs> my high is very stark contrast to my low. So um, a few nights ago, I, um, as I've mentioned before, I've kind of been struggling to get Michael, my four and a half year old, um, to stay in bed at night when his dad's not home because his dad sometimes works nights and he just like thinks of all the reasons and I'm such a pushover. He just gets out of bed all the time. So annoying. Um so I finally, he, we've started skipping naps. So he's been going to bed really well. So I get them both in bed. It's like 7.30. I'm like, this is awesome. Text my husband, yay, I'm going to bed early. This is going to be a great night. Get cozied in and I'm like reading a book. And I start hearing some like rustling on the stairs. And I go out there I'm like, what's wrong? And Piper's there and she starts crying. And I go upstairs. And as I'm walking upstairs, there's like wet stuff. And then it smells real bad. I'm like, what is happening? And she threw up upstairs, oh, had oh it no. over herself, and like, and so I'm like, oh, poor girl. Okay, like, take her bedding off, like, wash her off to give her a little bath and clean up. And so I'm like, okay, you can sleep with me. Let's just like, go to bed and whatever. Well, luckily, she's like, my stomach hurts. I really don't feel good again. So, okay, let's get up and go to the bathroom. Puked in the bathroom. <laughs> she threw up probably every 10 minutes. For the next like four hours. Oh my god! Horrible! Like the worst. I've just I've never seen one of my kids that sick before, and I've never puke like that. That it's not from like being drunk. So wasn't (laughs) even wasn't using puking. Horrible, poor girl. So she ended up sleeping in a sleeping bag on my floor next to my bed with towels all around her and a bucket and everything, and just ugh. It took her. Luckily, she stopped throwing up and just was like she just slept like the whole next day. And, and she's she's feeling a lot better and everything but that was like okay real quick trip into um that zone oh i'm sorry that's so awful so my my oldest wolfgang um i've been a single mom most of his whole life and he must have been four or five he crawled into bed with me which i knew was an indicator that something was wrong And so I kind of half woke up and he proceeded to vomit all over me, all over the bed. And my mouth was open. (laughs) This is the worst, the worst ever. And he never throws up. And he, yeah, but the the two times that I remember him being distinctly sick, he would crawl in bed with me. And that would be my indication that something was violently wrong. And then he'd throw up on me. It was great. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. So that was my low. Definitely. (laughs) Yeah, very uh, low. <laughs> yeah, yep. No following that up. 
with anything else on my end. Um, I'll go ahead and share mine then. Um, so my high has been Nora starting to eat real food now. And so I've just been trying to figure out how to feed her because she is past the phase of just like, oh, let's try a little bit of this vegetable or a little bit of this fruit. Like, girl is hungry. Like, she just will not <laughs> stop eating. And I'm just like, okay, well, she's still nursing. And they say, like, food before one is just for fun. But, like, she's starving, it seems like. So I figured out, like, some meal planning for her. And I kind of, like, upped my game. And, like, on Wednesdays and Sundays, I've been, like, planning and prepping food for her so that we always have, like, three meals on hand. And it's been just a lifesaver because I don't have to be like, oh, what am I going to feed her? And I've actually been trying to give her, like, what we're eating for dinner as much as I can. Like, whatever's safe and just, like, not seasoning it. And we'll just season it ourselves after. And it's been working out really, really well. So I'm feeling, like, kind of, like, super mom when it comes to that right now. Because it was, like, a big struggle. Like, am I starving her if I don't give her three meals a day? Like, is it to that point yet? I don't know. So, yeah. Like, tonight she ate an entire half of an avocado. And, like, a bunch of chicken. (laughs) And I think she was still hungry. Like, she's, yeah, she's starving. Um, And then my low also has to do with Nora. She finally got one tooth. And then quickly the second tooth came in. And uh, the other day she bit me while she was nursing. And I've heard stories of this happening. It hurt. (laughs) So much worse than I thought it was going to. I screamed like, ah! like, sorry, everybody with headphones on, but like bloody murder screamed. I think I scared her and I was like, okay, good. I scared her. Like she won't do it again. No, she enjoys it. It's like, she gets this little mischievous look in her eye and like, she does like a slow tester bite every once in a while. But then there's like every once in a while that chomp. Oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. And somebody told me, like, oh, just ignore them. And then another person told me, like, pull them off and flick them. (laughs) I don't know what the right thing to do is. So I'm just sitting there taking the bite and screaming every time. So that's my love. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I know I've heard people are like, oh, they, yeah, they like flick their cheek real quick, like right when they do it. But like, I don't know. Yeah, I luckily did not have that issue very much with mine. Um, It's like she, like, she thinks it's funny. So screaming probably isn't the right option because she's probably like, oh, silly mom. (laughs) Yeah. It freaking hurts. I like, I don't know how people get their nipples pierced, but like, that's probably the closest (laughs) thing I'll ever. (laughs) ever experienced that and it is freaking painful <laughs> uh, well I am sorry for your nipples <laughs> thanks you figure out how to do that or if anyone has any experience and recommendations send them yeah. our way send help <laughs> yeah oh yikes Libby what do you got for us uh, hi is that my long distance boyfriend is coming in three weeks to visit. I'm very excited. Um, low, I don't know. Wolfgang went to my parents' house for four days and I was bored. I didn't see like another human being for like a whole 24 hours, which is really weird for me. But, um, 
I don't know. This week's been kind of mellow, so that's nice. It's a very good thing. <laughs> yeah, that is good. Yeah. yeah. Uneventful yeah. is good sometimes. <laughs> uh, uneventful is really good when it comes to my life because my life is weird. <laughs> Mickey can tell you. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. So there's nothing better than no low lows. We'll take yeah. it. That's amazing. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So speaking of your life. <laughs> we're That's a good segue. I know, right? Da, 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 da. <laughs> Single mom, right? You have a new boyfriend. So that means to get to this new boyfriend, you had to do some dating, right? I yes. did. I did. Yeah. And <laughs> dating as a mom is weird. It's really weird because you not only have to put yourself out there, but you have to also kind of protect your kids. Um, I am pretty stodgy when it comes to dating. Um, I've found, cause I've done quite a bit of dating. Like I said, I've been single for most of Wolfgang's 19, almost 20 years of life. And, um, people always, the people that I was dating, the men that I was dating always knew that I had kids, but a lot of them never met my kids. A lot of them never even knew my kid's name. Like there was a certain benchmark that I would get to that, okay, I will tell you my kids' names and I will, you know, tell you something about my kids. But I think some things I see a lot of, I have a lot of single parent friends and I feel like a lot of single parents are trying to rush into something because they either don't want to be alone or they want a, another parent figure for their kids. Mm-hmm. And those two things should absolutely not be the reasons that you are dating as a parent or as really a human being that you should not, you should not date because you're super lonely and you should not date because you feel like you need a, a another half. Cause personally, I think that people should be whole people on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, we we put a lot of emphasis on getting married or being in relationships, but we don't really focus on people being themselves and not losing themselves in a relationship. And that's another another issue that I had when I was dating, especially like mid twenties, late twenties. I was so in this. I have a kid, and now I need to find a partner because I have to be married because this has to be done um, that I dated a lot of people that were super wrong for me. And I lost a lot of who I was as a person um, trying to make these wrong people stay. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it's funny that Mickey said that I've, I've, she said earlier that I've kind of come into my own. There's been kind of a metamorphosis. It's because I have put a big emphasis on, the fact that I needed to be my own person and know for sure who that was before I could seriously date. Um, and I think it just happened to click right around my 40th birthday. Everybody's like, Oh my God, how did you do that? And I just, uh, in the last year, there has been a whole lot of change for me. Um, that's kind of forced me to reevaluate who I am and what I'm doing and where I'm going. Um, and whether or not that life included someone else stopped being important. Um, it was really important for me to 
make sure that I had my shit together, that I could support myself, that I could support my kids all on my own. Um, because it was, it was, it was needed. I, I needed to be me before I could look and see who I was partnered with someone else. Um, right. I started, I, I've been trying to date for quite some time. Um, I had a pretty, right around when I met Mickey, I had a really nasty breakup and, um, it was about seven, almost eight years ago. And it completely, for lack of a better term, it completely destroyed me because I had become this person I didn't know. Um, and I now had two kids and a partner. I wasn't, he wasn't right for me. And Hmm. instead of saying this isn't right, I was like, okay, well then I'll have to change. Hmm. Um, and then that fell apart and I didn't know who I was anymore because I didn't have him to define me. I didn't know who I was. So, um, (laughs) I tried internet dating when I first split from that relationship and it was an unmitigated disaster. I (laughs) walked out of two dates within 10 minutes. Like I just stood up and just left. Um, I, (laughs) I walked by, I went to go meet this gentleman at a restaurant and looked at him through the window and realized that there, I, I shouldn't be dating. I shouldn't be dating. So I just turned around and left. And rather than saying something to him, just walked (laughs) away and he chased me down the sidewalk Oh my gosh. Yeah. Cause he saw me through the window and he saw me look at him and he saw me walk away and he chased me down the sidewalk. And then I was like, uh, I'm not going to date for a really long time. Uh, so I was single and not dating for six years, six years. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. Which was hard, but I, um, I, I thought it would be better for Wolfgang actually for both kids if I wasn't trying to hunt for a boyfriend, cause I'm, I'm a mess. When I try to date people, I am a hot mess or I was a hot <laughs> mess. And I was like trying to figure out, does he like me? Does he like me? Cause oh. that high school girl thing always comes out when you're dating. It's, oh, yeah. oh my God, does he like me? Everybody read all of these text messages and tell me what you think. <laughs> Let's analyze these forever. And let me tell you, this gendered heterosexual men out there, there is nothing that will be analyzed more than a text that you send your girlfriends or the girl that you are dating. It is like, like John Madden level, circling it with X's and O's, reading into every punctuation mark, <laughs> everything. Oh, God. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, oh, it's bad. It's really bad. Like at one point when I first started internet dating about nine months ago, I had a Facebook group and I would put all the text up there and be like, Hey guys, what do you think he's saying here? And I was like, oh my why gosh, don't that's awesome. it, it got to a point. I went through like four or five gentlemen went through, meaning I went on dates with four or five gentlemen, not like <laughs> some sort of weird anyway. Um, before I realized that I was reverting back to the whole let somebody else tell me how to be and who I am and what people are saying about me, which was not the way that I needed to go. Mm. And it, (laughs) so I stopped asking everybody for advice 
And that's when things started to take a turn for the more interesting. I went on a lot of dates with people that I wouldn't have normally. Um, I had a guy that <laughs> I've got a lot of really interesting stories. So I uh, <laughs> went on a date with a man who spent the first 15 minutes of the date just staring at me and not saying anything. Creepy. Yeah, creepy. I was like, oh my gosh. Super nice, super eloquent in his messages. And we, but one of, I had rules. There are very important rules in internet dating. And one of my rules was I don't go, I don't talk to somebody in person. Like, I don't agree to go on an in person date with them until I feel like that's safe like I, I I'm going to a public place and I'm going to you know half the people that I know in Bellingham know where I am know what time I'm going to be there three of them showed up on a couple of my dates just to make sure that I was okay <laughs> nice uh, smart I can never be yeah. too safe but <laughs> this guy was like a completely different human being in person and it makes me wonder if someone else was managing his messages and I was just like by the way I found this chick you're going on a date with her <laughs> he was totally you never know my goodness in person yeah he couldn't form a full sentence and I mean I'm nice to look at but I'm not like Margot Robbie Cara Delevingne like Charlize <laughs> Theron hot <laughs> there is no reason in the world that you should be that fucking speechless oh I said a bad word I'm sorry oh, <laughs> be that speechless <laughs> over me but whatever dude um I got into a pseudo relationship with a guy who was not actually in the pseudo relationship like I was over analyzing everything there um and then around December uh we lost my grandfather he was 102 and he died so it wasn't a, a wow. huge surprise um but it was still kind of hard and then um uh, at the beginning of February, we lost one of my best friends from high school. Uh, so that was a lot of loss and a lot of shock. Um, yeah. Kind of shut down and stopped. I stopped internet dating. I deleted all the apps. I cut off all the people that I was talking to on all of the apps. I just, I didn't feel like my heart was in it. And that's when I knew that I was doing the right thing because I was making the right decision for me. Mm -hmm. um, and... So I stopped internet dating altogether for about a month. And then I got on a little site called Reddit. Um, <laughs> not intending to date at all. Um, I wanted to practice my flirting because I am awkward as all get out. Like, Same. <laughs> I can tell you, I am, I am extremely awkward in person. And this guy answered, <laughs> answered my my ad um and said hey i'm too far away for us to ever date but i'd be happy to uh help you practice your flirting and oh, it, it went from there he lives in toronto which is 2200 miles away um and he will hate that i said he lives in toronto because he actually lives outside of toronto and he hates <laughs> toronto sorry to all the torontonians out there um <laughs> Uh, and he's just he <laughs> he's awesome um I adore him and he's coming to visit so uh that's been a that's been an interesting thing too so not only are we dating but we're dating long distance and we've never actually touched each other which is weird 
Um, because by this point, when you've been on dates, someone you've at least held their hand. Mm-hmm. Um, how long I, have you been dating? Did you say uh, three months now? Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. Um, and so we find we're, we're creative with trying to find ways to spend time together. Um, there's a lot of video chat. We use WhatsApp a lot, uh, because it's the best for international mm-hmm. numbers. We didn't like kick anymore. I don't know why we stopped liking kick. But uh, a lot of chatting, a lot of, um, we use a service called Rabbit, and it's kind of a screen sharing app. You can watch Netflix and Hulu together. So we've been oh, watching cool. Great British Baking Show because he loves it. It's, cool. <laughs> it's so cute. It's ridiculous. Um, he, we're giant nerds, and we may or may not leave video chat on all night. <laughs> That's so cute to sleep each other. next to each other. Yeah, when he wakes up in the morning, um, he's three hours ahead, so it's usually like three o'clock in the morning. So I'm not awake, but he, you know, gets ready for work, and I'll talk to him while he does that, and then while he drives to work, and then by the time he gets to work, he's like, okay. Um, we message each other a lot, but long distance is hard. Long distance yeah. is really hard. Um, you Dude. have to be creative with keeping each other entertained and keeping each other on task. But um, so that's been my dating journey. Um, I've had a lot of interesting dates as a single mom. Uh, I had one guy follow me home from a bar. Uh, I kind of blew him off. I told him I was sick because he was absolutely not my type. He showed up and he did not look anything like the picture. You could tell the picture was an older picture. And by the way, people that are on internet dating, if your picture is more than a year old or your hair color is different, can you please update that? Do not be posting these like glamour shots from 2004 because (laughs) yeah, they're cute, but they don't look like your face anymore. Come on, give me a break. Mm -hmm. So I was very nice. I stayed for a drink and then I said I was, you know, not feeling well and I wanted to go home. So he followed me home, took note of where I lived and came back every night for three weeks, two o'clock in the morning and played every rose has its thorn on a boom box standing outside my house. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then he would text me and say, why don't you love me? And I was like, I don't even know who this is. Like, okay, I would that's so him. creepy. That was super creepy. Um, I had a guy who showed up for the, when I first started internet dating it was back in like the very beginning of internet dating when like mash.com was your only option and this dude was a good six seven inches shorter than I was which is not a problem like it's not a total deal breaker but he kept standing like he kept making me stand at the bottom of stairs and then he'd stand like two stairs up so he could be as tall as me um and he made a really big deal out of that that was a fun one uh there was a guy who gave me a key to his house on our first date. Oh, my god! Again, not Cara Delevingne, not Margot Robbie, not super hot. I'm nice to look at, but there's no way you're giving me a key to your house. I have a trustworthy face, but that's, you know, whatever. <laughs> Neither here nor there. Um, there was a guy who came to the date with a Superman toy for my son, who was... Aww. Like three or four at the time but then he started talking about our wedding oh oh and i was like i have literally That's... been talking to you for 25 minutes no thank you wow. i forgot to tell you all about my third child who is our cat 
Oh, now howling at me because Wolfgang is at work and did not properly address her before she left. Anyway, um, oh, there was the time that we went to. There was a bar and the guy shows up and he was expecting something different. I don't know what he was expecting because, again, all my my photos that I put on internet dating were like four months old at the most. So that was my face, dude. I don't know what you were wanting from me. But he shows up. He expresses his disappointment in the first five minutes, says that he's just going to go ahead and drink himself into a stupor so he doesn't have to deal with me. Gets up, goes to the bathroom after his sixth drink, and tries to leave the bar and stick me with a tab. Wow. Oh Luckily, the bouncer had been hip. The bouncer and the waitress had been hip, and he, the bouncer, picked the guy up, brought him back in, and made him pay the entire tab. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, let's oh, see. Wow. I have so many. So many. Are these all in Bellingham? No, these are. This is like like 15 years worth of dating stories yeah. in Seattle. Um, I had a guy who was like, I'll give you a ride home. And are you kidding me? You're going to interrupt right now. Come here. We're used to animals making appearances on this podcast. I, I, don't <laughs> yeah, I know you sound really cute, but you're paying my butt right now. <laughs> oh my God. She's worse than either of my children. Um, <laughs> There was a guy who said he was going to take me home, uh, put me in his car, and then turned on the child locks. Like, no. And there was a way, it was one of those, you know, the pull-up locks, and yeah. there wasn't a knob on my side. Oh, so my I couldn't God. Pull I saw, yeah. I legitimately saw a Criminal Minds episode. Yeah, it was like, I survived. I'm like, I'm going to get murdered. This is how I get murdered. And he started heading towards Tacoma from Seattle, which is not where I lived. I lived to the east, not to the south. And we got to about Renton, and he stopped for gas. And I rolled down the window and crawled out and ran away. Um, I am Sometimes I am often shocked that I didn't get more murdered. <laughs> because, because some of the things that I did when I was first internet dating were real dumb. Like, real, real stupid. There's a reason that I have the rules that I had when I was internet dating. It's because these things happened or because these things happened to my friends. Like, Can you share those rules? Do you still yeah, remember absolutely. them? Absolutely. Uh, number one, they don't get my last name until we go on a date. Number two, they don't get my phone number until they go on a date. Uh, number three, they don't know either of my kids' names until we've been on at least a half a dozen dates. I mean, I know I have kids right off the bat. That's something that I open with because I think it's important. Um, number four, never get in a car with them within the first four dates. Uh, number five was always let everybody know where you're going. Uh, and number six was always have an escape call for the first, the first date. Um, within the first half an hour, I always was like, all right, here's the deal. Here's my number. Here's where I'll be. If I don't answer that call, come get me. Mm -hmm. And it was, I, I had a, a gaggle of friends who were willing to come get me after I got stranded. Where was I? I think it was Marysville. I got stranded in Marysville at like two o'clock in the morning on a Saturday because the guy had decided we'd been on a couple of dates and he decided that he was done talking to me and he left me there. And this was before cell phones were like a real 
super thing. I had a text pager, but that didn't help me. Um, so I, had a, I, I vowed to never get stuck with someone like that again. Um, yeah. I think those are the only, the only six. Nice. Those are good rules. Yeah. Very good I, rules. Yeah. Keep you from being insulted mostly. But always meet for the the other one was always meet in public for the first couple of dates. Mm-hmm. Like it's really important that you're meeting in a well-lit place where people know you. I always went early to whatever venue we were going to and told the waitress what was going on. And nine times out of ten, I was like, if I ask for this, please come, mm-hmm. you know, please come get me, or please, you know, tell me there's a problem with my credit card or whatever. That's um, a good idea. Yeah because I got stuck in a situation where the man had cornered me in a bar and would not let me go. Um, And I am not a small woman and I grew up in a family full of football players and uh, (laughs) I was always taught to uh, get my way out of things. I, you know, I worked security for bars and concerts and stuff. So I knew how to, how to do that and um uh this guy ended up on his back on the floor with me standing on his chest Dang, because he did not want to let me go and I was not interested in staying any longer so yeah I've got tons of stories about dating uh, like I said my life is really weird really really <laughs> weird I've also had a lot of weird really weird celebrity stories so those are always fun too nice <laughs> yeah so that's dating is yeah, that's a like dating as a single parent is is a completely different animal than dating when you're not a single parent when you're young and or not young. It's just it, there's extra things that you have to watch out for, and you have to make sure your kids aren't getting too attached to someone who may not stay. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, how do you know yeah. when it's the right time to introduce them to your kid? So my kids, um, my youngest has never known me dating at all. Um, obviously, she was born while I was with her father. And then when we split, I just didn't date at all. So she's been bugging me about dating for a while now. Um, and with with Wolfgang... It, it was usually four or five months before he would meet anybody. And I think he only met, oh, let's see, one. I think he only met two people that I dated. And I've dated, I've dated a lot of people. I just never introduced them to my kids. Um, mm-hmm. Just because a, a lot of, sometimes dating is fun just for me. And I don't really feel like introducing that to my kids. And um I mean, you just know, you know, and you, a lot of, a lot of, uh, single moms that I've seen out there don't listen to their gut and they introduce their, their boyfriend to their kids way too fast. Mm -hmm. And then when that inevitably falls apart, um, and not inevitably, I sound like a doom and gloom, but you know, when it does fall apart, your kids, you're not the only one that had to go through that breakup. Your kids had to go through that breakup too, which is really super difficult and it's harder to explain to kids why you know john or bob or whoever is not around anymore um Mm -hmm. and and i think the the reason that i 
personally chose not to introduce Wolfgang or the little one to a lot of people that I've dated is because I didn't want them to feel like people were transient in their lives. I wanted, I wanted, if someone was going to be with me, I wanted them to feel like they were going to be there and, and, and be there and not, and not leave. So, um, I, I protected my kids as much as I could. Yeah. I totally respect that. That's, that's, I'm stubborn too. So that's probably where most of that came around. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's awesome. Yeah, thank you for the tips. Um, I yeah, I cannot even imagine. I have a hard enough time dating my own husband with kids. Like even just you know finding the time and energy left over at the end of the day or whatever. Um, yeah. yeah, so that was. Thank you for sharing um, your perspective. I thought it'd be kind of a fun topic. I'll give you guys a little bit of hope. If you have small kids, it does get better. Uh, they do become more self-sufficient. They do become less like, oh my gosh, I so need you to pay attention to me right now. Please watch me explain this thing that happened at school, which was a four second interaction. But now I'm going to take 20 minutes to explain to you exactly what everybody was wearing and also maybe what their hair was doing today. They get better and you get more able to say, hey, okay, I'm going out today and the kids don't melt down um yeah yeah wolfgang used to melt down when i left the house every single time that lasted about six months but it was it was like heart-wrenching every time i went to work every time i went anywhere he was like i am completely unglued it does get better i promise good good (laughs) yeah i figured (laughs) i'm like holding to hope that you know there's always a light at the end of the tunnel, but then I'm already like missing when they were little. So I'm not in too big of a thank goodness. But And here's some oh. here's some words of encouragement for those of you that are in the dating game right now. Um, hold out for people that are what you want. Know what you want, know what your deal breakers are, and and be prepared that if someone gives you the red flags that you walk because red flags are usually not going to change. And when someone tells you who they are, believe them the first time. Um, Because whether or not it's with their words or with their actions, they will absolutely tell you who they are. Uh, That's really, really good advice. And there's a lot of people that are settling because they don't want to be single and they don't want to be alone. And frankly, it is after six years of being completely celibate and super single I can tell you it is so much better to be by yourself and know that you love yourself and know that you support yourself and know that you're capable of doing all these things than it is to be with a person who you have to constantly convince to like you or pay attention to you or any of that yeah luckily I found someone who I don't have to say please pay attention to me because he does pay attention I mean he remembers what I talk about and he like I've been having a a liquid liner issue where I've been trying all these different brands of liquid liner and so I got a new one and he asked hey how's that liquid liner going today I know it was kind of hot did it melt he's like can I see he's very very sweet and very he's he's amazing and I love him to death he's fantastic 
when he watches you sleep. Like nothing is more romantic than that. I think that might be the so the, the the first time that I knew that he was something amazing is uh, the day before St. Patrick's Day, I decided to go out because um, every St. Patrick's Day for the last seven years, I have taken a Harry Potter book and I go to either the Irish bar or whatever bar I want and order a Guinness. And as much as I can read with that one Guinness, I'll read that and then I'll go home and I'll you know have my corned beef or whatever and read the rest. So I've done that every year. Well, this year, it's the seventh book. There's only seven. And so I went to the Irish bar and I proceeded to run into a bunch of my friends who were super excited to see me out because I don't ever go out. I don't go out by myself and I hardly ever go out anyway. So um, they were like, all right, come hang out with us. So I got pretty deep into the Guinness and then we started drinking the, uh, I don't really like the name because it's kind of problematic, but the Irish car bomb drinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started mm-hmm. getting into those and after like five hours I realized like I am super like Irish wasted right now I'm <laughs> I'm a pretty good significant part of me is Irish and I tend to get a little loud <laughs> when I'm drinking and so I'm like okay it's time to go home and I had been texting um this guy and it had only been a week and so I said I have to walk home and I'm really scared because it's about a mile from this bar to my house. It's super dark outside. And he goes, okay, so we can, you know, I'll let me call you. So he called me through one of the, one of the apps and, and walked me home. And then when I got home, he's like, okay, so now that you're here, uh, what we're going to do, you're going to put on your pajamas. So let's go put on your pajamas. So I put on my pajamas and then he's like, okay, now what we're going to do is we're going to go, do you have any, any like aspirin or do you have any, you know, you have water. So go get some water. Do you have any Gatorade in your house? So he like walked me through getting me ready for bed, made sure I washed all my makeup off, made sure that I got in bed and then um, video chatted me until I fell asleep. Then he played piano music to make sure that I was actually asleep and then hung up. I'm serious. And hung up and said, Hey, I just wanted to let you know, um, I'm, I'm assuming you're asleep because you didn't answer me when I asked, but I played you some music and, you know, call me in the morning and make sure that, cause I want to make sure that you're okay. And that's when I knew that he was something kind of awesome. It was like, yeah. uh, guy like walks you through getting ready for bed and doesn't. Yeah. He's kind of amazing. Sounds like you deserve that after so many yeah. crazy stories. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is the, yeah, he's pretty amazing. <laughs> I have to say, so as someone watching my friends date, I I met my husband when I was 19. So I haven't, I haven't really dated like I was a child. It was ridiculous. So watching my friends date, I think the hardest thing to watch someone go through is not valuing themselves and not putting themselves first and knowing, yeah, exactly like what they want, what they deserve in a person. And so it's so refreshing to hear that you went through that finding yourself, not putting up with other people's crap because you're desperate for a person. Like you need to find someone that compliments who you already are and appreciates that and just builds you up. And it, it just fills my heart to hear like that you found that and you you realize that because that can be such a hard, a hard thing for people, I feel like. And then I can't even imagine like being a mom and balancing all of that on top of it, I'm sure is, is just a lot. So I'm super happy for you. Well, and then rediscovering who you are. I mean, 
we yeah. all know this has been like heavy on my mind lately, but like rediscovering who you are as a mom again and then having to refind yourself through yep. probably each stage of your child's life too. How many different times, you know, are you rediscovering yourself? So that's, I mean, much applause to you. That's really impressive. Well, and the one thing that I learned through all this discovery is being, it's really, really important that you don't let other people tell you who you are. You have to be able to say, this is who I am. I am colorful and I am loud. And sometimes I laugh too loud. And sometimes I tell really terrible jokes because that's just who I am. I'm creative. (laughs) I am a mom of two kids. Sometimes I screw up and I just pray every day that I don't screw them up too badly. Kind of messy. Uh, I really like food and like just making literally a list. That's how I started. um, When I first realized that I didn't know who I was I started making a list of the things that I knew that were absolutely true that somebody else didn't have to tell me I have red hair I have freckles I have green eyes I am tall I have two kids like things like that and then building on that it it it's really important that you are able to 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 say unequivocally this is who I am even if people tell me I am something else this is absolutely who I am um, and everybody out there deserves to be loved. And I think that the the biggest thing about love is that you realize that it's not just a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a partner, a husband, a wife, or whatever. It is your mom. It is your dad. It is your kids. It is your friends. It is your coworkers. It is, I mean, there's so many different kinds of love that all the emphasis shouldn't be just be put on the romantic love and you should be telling the people that you love that you love them as much as humanly possible um so that they know and so that they can love you back and so they can go out you know into the world and love other people too i love that (laughs) really really like this has been way deeper than i thought i thought we would just hear some dating stories like this is some (laughs) <laughs> revolutionary like you, self you told me to bring it with the boss mom thing and there you go <laughs> oh, I like it and hopefully you know I'm sure we have a lot of um listeners who are single moms hopefully this you know helps them a little bit I really really appreciated your um rules do you mind if we share that share yeah those? sure absolutely yeah with those because I mean yeah and luckily technology these days I feel like gives us some more opportunity to kind of have those safety nets that, you know, you kind of outlined. So hopefully people can take advantage of those and stay safe out there, kids. Yeah. And being (laughs) safe, I think is the biggest thing about internet dating because you are basically putting yourself out there for a stranger. This is someone that nobody knows in your friend circle. Um, This, I'm not talking about when somebody's from your friend circle sets you up with somebody they, they know or their brother or their uncle or whatever. I'm talking about you going on the internet, finding some random dude or some random chick or some random non-binary human and like deciding to go out with them. You need safeguards in place to make sure that you don't get assaulted, that you are safe, that you are not putting yourself in danger, especially as a single mom. But I mean, literally any human out there needs to make sure that they are protecting themselves when they go on internet dates because that is, it is the wild west out there. I will tell you, it was full time me searching through profiles for like a month before I found anybody that I wanted to go out with. Um, I'm also super picky, so whatever. But um, yeah, it's, you have got you have got to be careful. There's a lot of crazy people out there. There's a lot of people that'll tell you one thing, but they're completely another. Just be safe. 
get your emergency call. Make sure your friends or your family know where you're going and how long you'll be there. And don't move. I mean, the location, the find my friend thing on iPhones is the best in the whole wide world. I gave access to like four or five of my friends. So just in case they know my phone is always with me. And if they need to find me and they can't, they can just ping my phone and they will know where I am. So be safe, please. Please, please. Megan and I love uh, watching like all the creepy criminal minds, like murder stuff. So yep. Yep. Some tips on what to look for in a serial killer. Hit us up before you go on TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I used to listen to, um, for the last like nine months, I would listen to my favorite murder podcasts mm-hmm. before I went out. So I'm like, I know what I'm looking for. So I won't end up. <laughs> like, there was a lady when I first started internet dating like thinking about internet dating there was a a woman in seattle who disappeared and she had been dating this man that she met on the internet and he um uh he put her in pieces and then put her in recycle bins everywhere um and i mean she left behind three kids and it was it was a, a huge mess and so and every time i started dating something like that would pop up in the news and i was like this is a bad idea yeah so it's just so creepy because my mind was just like well at least you recycle yeah oh my god i thought that too <laughs> i was totally yeah. gonna say that <laughs> totally inappropriate we can cut yes. that part out <laughs> no <laughs> well out of your safe and found someone and now you can just bestow your wisdom upon all the others out there who are still searching share my benevolent wisdom i feel like an old lady sometimes people are like please tell us all of your stories i'm like all right gather around children Let me so tell you fun. about the time that I met Pamela Anderson in Vegas. <laughs> we'll have to save that for another episode. Uh, oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> well, we um, we can start wrapping it up. Uh, that leads us into our hot mess mom moments. Do you have one of those that you'd like to share, Libby, since you're kind of on a roll? Oh, my God. Hot mess mom moments. When do I not have a hot mess mom moment? Um, I'm trying not to embarrass my children because uh, Wolfgang told me that if I embarrassed him again on a big stage that he was going to cut me off of videos. And we've been doing a video series of him and me, which is really super fun. Um, Oh, let's see. Oh, there was the time that I showed up at a PTA. Now, I was a younger mom, so I had I had Wolfgang when I was 20 ish. And um, so I was on the younger side. I lived with my parents for a good portion of like when he was born to when he was about six or seven. And uh, he went to the elementary school that I went to, which was in a kind of a Tony area. Most of the parents were like Microsoft wives. So they stayed home, their husbands worked or the dad stayed home and the mom worked, which is less prevalent. So um, the PTA was full of these women who is the typical I had a career before I had kids but now my kids are my career kind of women so they're like super type a like I don't have anything else to do other than do PTA stuff um and here I come I'm you know 25 
and um, I don't really follow rules and I have a pierced nose and I have tattoos and I show up and they're like, oh, you're the nanny. And um, <laughs> we were standing up at the front and I was talking to somebody that I had known to her, um, her daughter and I were the same age, which was super fun. Anyway, point being um, somebody turned on the microphone that I was standing next to in front of this huge room full of people. And I said, listen, I'm not the fucking nanny. I just cussed again. I'm really sorry. I said, I'm not the effing nanny. I said, I am his mother. I pushed him out of my vagina. And I said, as I'm saying, I pushed him out of my vagina. They turn on the microphone. And I was like, awesome. <laughs> that was great. So I can never go back to that PTA ever again. And then there was the time that I showed up to uh, Wolfgang's first uh, choir concert in high school. Um, and I was wearing a t-shirt that I had just grabbed off of the pile. Um, and I didn't realize what it said. And I put a, like a zip up jacket over it. Um, and it said, F you, I'm famous on it. <laughs> and I still don't know where that t-shirt came from, but I unzipped my jacket as I was talking to his choir teacher and he just starts dying. So yeah, that was <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a, a literally like from six to 16, I think for Wolfgang, I was just one big hot mess in that area. <laughs> and I'm really sorry. Honey, I love you. You're amazing. <laughs> Thanks for making me a mom, and I'm really sorry. <laughs> Megan, what about you? Um, I feel like I have actually been pretty put together for the past week or so, which is surprising. But um, today was a little bit stressful. So I told you guys that I've been like trying to figure out her meal schedule and everything. So today I was like, I'm going to make her banana pancakes with spinach in them and I haven't ever made it with spinach before so I have her in the kitchen playing on the ground while I'm trying to make this she decides she's hungry like mid cooking so she starts crawling out into the other room towards her high chair I walk away from the stove the freaking smoke alarm starts going off I catch the pancakes on fire oh not fire fire but they're burning you know whatever I'm exaggerating so I get her back into the room. She's like slamming on the ground. She's screaming, which she doesn't do very often. I'm trying to figure out these damn pancakes. Finally, I'm just like, forget it. Forget it. This is all just happening. Everything is so loud. There's smoke everywhere. I'm like opening all the windows. So I'm just going to give her something else. And I like mix up the oatmeal and I put the wrong water in it. So then I have to dump that out and grab another one. And she's, you know, in, in the midst of this crawling back and forth, trying to get into her high chair by herself, which is so cute, but also like frantic. <laughs> it was just a lot. Finally, I just, I got her fed, but it was, now that I'm saying it out loud, it seems like so trivial, but I was just like sweating and like, on the verge of screaming and just like losing my mind and it was a lot <laughs> yeah the I feel like the mom sweats should be is that a thing because yes. I feel like it's a thing. it needs to be a thing that yeah how oh yeah I most of the time oh gosh been yeah. there um yep <laughs> my hot mess moment um happened I think, well, it's been happening, like, every day. <laughs> so, so <laughs> I'm going to start with, um, so, this actually isn't mom-related for once. This is just me, maybe wife-related. 
partner related. Um, I have had this. <laughs> here we go. I've had this rash going on <laughs> <laughs> around for like for over a year, and I like thought they were really bad, like chapped lips. But then I was like, oh, it's not actually on my lips; it's the skin around it. Did all this googling, talked with my like doctor that I had like a year ago. They gave me some cream stuff, whatever. Wasn't really helping, but it would just come and go. And I was like, is it a food allergy? Trying out all these things. Nothing seemed to work. So finally, I um, have this new amazing doctor who's helped me out with all of my like mental health stuff and medications and everything. And she's great. And so I mentioned it to her and I'm like, of course I don't have a flare up like right now, but this has been happening and it's really driving me crazy. And she's like, Oh yeah, I've heard about that. I've had some patients, you know, this is going to sound really weird, but you should try diaper rash cream. And I was mm-hmm. like, what? Like, yeah, just try it and see if it works. Something. I don't know. I don't know the technicalities behind it, but I'm like, okay. So I come home and, um, I've, I've never been good about like taking my makeup off at night ever in my life. And I'm 32. <laughs> I'm like trying to get better. And I have like old lady face cream now. So I'm in the bathroom getting ready for bed. And I like washing my face, put on my face cream. I also, so I'm just like a shit show a little bit in my body. I have a wart on my hand, which isn't like the hugest thing, but just on top of everything and I feel like just the word war is like just <laughs> for bed and my husband's like in bed watching like a movie or something or waiting for me and I come out and so I've got like my old lady face cream eye cream butt paste around my lips and work cream on my hand <laughs> All right. all right here i am I'm ready for bed. <laughs> <See> now <laughs> so embarrassing he's like what are all of these smells like why do you smell like so many things and why are your lips all white and I'm like, just don't even ask at this point please just like let me go to bed in peace and we can just gloss over this part of our marriage for a while until things settle down but yeah so that's I saw that diaper rash cream in your bathroom when we were visiting and staying with you. And I was yeah. kind of like, hmm, <laughs> what could this be for? <laughs> Nobody like here is in diapers. I used to use it on my feet. Did you? Yeah. And yeah. Luckily, like the A&D ointment. Um, ah. We went through a phase where we had some super cracked heels. Like the A&D not the diaper cream. Like the stinky yellow like jelly paste stuff that smells like old lady medicine, that stuff oh, on hmm. my heels because they were so cracked, they were bleeding. Hmm. Hand to God, the best thing I've ever used. It hurt a little bit because it stung, but it was amazing. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah, yeah, for this, sure. Like a brand new, never opened box tube, you know, but it's like desitin and it has a picture of like a baby butt on it. <laughs> and I'm like, sorry, but it totally <laughs> helped. Like totally help, amazing huh. miracle of all things. Yay, um, good. Yeah, finally. <laughs> no, and also I've had like just this season, the winter, my hands get super dry and like crack, and so I've been buying all this hand lotion, and I I got to the point where I was using like Aquaphor, you know, like the just goopy yeah. stuff to let it soak all night. Still wasn't helping, so I finally bought this green round tube of healthy hands which is it they sell it like home depot 
for like working men that mm-hmm. stuff works man that works so well so yeah man hand cream but face <laughs> on my face like old things happening in my house so no shame in this. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little so- afraid of how this is gonna work out when when my boyfriend and I finally are like at the same time in the same place going to sleep. And I'm like, you can't touch my face, it's way too expensive. Like my face cream <laughs> and the toner and the oil that I and the eye and the stuff on my eyebrows and the stuff on my lips and all the way down. Mm-hmm. It's it is not cheap to look like this when you're 40. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Mic drop. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Tonight, this was a lot of fun. I feel like we fun. learned a lot. Yeah, a lot of good stories that you had. So thank you so much for opening up and sharing so much with us. Absolutely. I'd be happy been. to come anytime. Uh, awesome. I wish well, I could you. go back and tell my younger dating self the advice that you <laughs> are giving. So <laughs> hey, y'all caught some good ones. So we did. We definitely Thank did. Well, yeah. I do not miss dating. Yeah, <laughs> no, and, and everybody out there who's in a relationship, it is not better in the dating pool than it is in your relationship unless you have a really, 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 really super terrible relationship because dating is scary right now. Like, it is. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. Politics come into dating way too easy here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, well, I guess that does it for tonight. Unless- yeah, where can people find you if they want to? Um, you kind of mentioned earlier, but so you're on Instagram. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. Uh, I have my own blog at miacupcake.com. We talk about a lot of different stuff over there. Um, starting to do a lot of recipes right now because I'm obsessed with food. Uh, and yeah, if you just Google Mia Cupcake, then a couple of those uh, results are me. <laughs> <laughs> I have blue hair. That's how you know it's me. <laughs> Perfect. And if you guys want to hear more from me, Megan, you can follow me on my real estate page at Keeping It Real Estate 360. And uh, my personal page is at Fixer Ups and Sippy Cups, and my embroidery adventures over at Hyper's Designs and Embroidery. And you can find us. Um, together on Instagram at Boss Ladies and Babies or on Facebook. Yep, and we and just started a Facebook group uh, about a month or so ago now. So if you guys aren't part of that, you should definitely come continue the conversation over there. It's a really good community of women. So thank you guys so much for tuning in and thank you for joining us tonight. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. All right. Thanks. Bye. 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 Cool. Um.